0: Hello, it's time for another Tiny Tech Talk, another sip of knowledge as it relates to STEM. And today's topic, although it's about a parent's guide to STEM, it isn't directly directed only to parents. It also includes aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, great-grandparents, godparents, anyone who is around young people and can influence and guide them because they're only going to aspire and pursue those things that they've been exposed to. It's hard to uh, have a desire or know if you have a desire or talent for a career or career path if you don't know it exists and literally i love uh, there's a youtube video where they are interviewing young people and they ask them about different career fields doctor astronaut uh, scientists they know what each one of those are and then they ask them do you know what a programmer does and it's just it's a really cute video on how confused and perplexed and they they try to think of something and and then they shake their head like no i i really don't never heard of it so um it's about exposure so now let's back up for a minute why should we be exposing young people to stem why should you be having the stem talk with young people because just very simply, jobs in STEM are projected to grow about twice as fast as those in other industries. Many of these careers are among the highest paying. And and that's not even being as blunt as it can be. First of all, the jobs that pay the best, the jobs that are in demand, are going to be in the STEM fields. One of the things we talk about is finding ways to make your job or career or even business recession proof, then it's going to have to have roots planted in STEM. So that goes also for entrepreneurs. Uh, young people today They before they can walk, they want to start a business because things like technology have made it accessible. They've, they've seen it being done. But To invent a business, to maintain a business, to grow a business, to even market that business. STEM is the backbone of why entrepreneurs can start out on very shoestrings and limited budgets. And even finding capital now is through STEM and technology. So... Whatever you put out there, somehow STEM has planted seeds and roots in those areas. And they require what we call knowledge workers to maintain them. Uh, One of the recent quotes that I used was that about 10, 20 years ago, people said that Robots and computers were going to take everyone's jobs. And quite honestly, we might only be about five or ten years away from that. Anything you can do, a computer can do, and likely do it better. However, there is someone writing code, programming, designing that, that, the program, testing the program, troubleshooting the program, maintaining the program, Those are the knowledge workers, okay. as well as whether you're looking at science and medicine or engineering, things are exploding exponentially. The innovation, the things that we're capable of doing is expanding at an amazing rate because of technology and information sharing and how the world has gone so global so the bottom line is the world has changed now whether you're on board this train so to speak that's headed down the digital highway it's not an option there won't be those manual types of jobs especially those that pay well so keep that in mind it's not an option it's now the way of the world so you as parents even though we weren't born and with a laptop and a iPad or a notepad in our hands today electronics are the new babysitter I can't tell you how many two and under I see just quiet patient self-soothing but they're holding their parents' smartphone in their hand, or they're holding their own personal tablet. That's the new babysitter. So these kids are growing up with these digital tools. We weren't. You know, I hear jokes about what happened to going outside and playing in the dirt <laughs> like we used to do, or swinging on a swing, or sliding down a slide. That no longer exists. Even in school, at 13, they're receiving iPads. They no longer even have to have textbooks. So they're exposed to it now as parents, how to nurture them so that they understand, don't just be a consumer. You want to be the an innovator and an inventor. You want to hold patents. You, you want to start businesses. You want to be on the leading side of this. So you don't want to just be riding on the train that's going down this digital information highway. You want to be in front of it, building the cars of the future, not riding back there in the caboose, just holding on by a thread in reactive mode. So I think that that's pretty clear why we're having this conversation. So the next thing is as parents, um, you're already on the right track. Or if you are uh, not the parent, but you're sharing this podcast with uh, a parent, you are now already taking care of step one, which is keeping up, keeping informed, getting yourself educated, learning the terminology, um, understanding what is needed in order to lay the foundation for these knowledge worker type roles. That's exactly why we created the 10-minute podcast, is that people are very busy. So they can only, and they only have time for little small bite-sized pieces. But if you take these 10-minute podcasts and do it consistently, you'll start to accumulate a wealth of knowledge. Imagine 10 minutes, over the course of the year you'll be able to talk the talk and ask the right questions and that's the main thing as parents just being able to ask the schools and the teachers what are they providing as far as STEM and then that then takes me to number two if the schools aren't providing it then where are the extracurricular programs in your area again That's where we can help. Because we've been advocates and have been out there talking to the people who are creating the various types of programs, we've been accumulating and building lists on our portal so that you can go there. doesn't matter what state you're in. There are resources. You'll hear us talk about Nesby, BDPA, Women in Technology, and those are some of the national. Then, to break it down even further, you have organizations at the local level, grassroots organizations, and we also can point you in the right direction for that. So, knowing what your city resources are, Then the next thing is making sure you're not getting caught up or distracted by the STEM myths, we call them. Okay? This is basically um, rumors and stories that are being passed along that just aren't true. Especially when you dig into it. Number one. The idea that STEM is a man's field. Those barriers have been broken 20, 30 years ago. As a matter of fact, there are a large number of women in all of the areas of science, technology, engineering, and math. But what we do have a problem with is that The population, the group of women in those areas, they're getting to the age that they're able to retire, quite frankly. And we don't have the same number of young ladies getting degrees in these areas to at least maintain the footprint That women already have in those fields. So that's the bigger concern right now. Is making sure we have a really good pipeline of the younger women to come in and take our spots. Now, another myth. Girls aren't good at math. Now, I find that to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And bear with me as I go over my two minutes because this topic is so important. It's not about being good or bad in math. It's about finding your style. Okay? And that takes me to the third myth, that in order to go into STEM, you have to be and you have to be great at math. It needs to come easy to you. Not the case. I actually was a math minor so this may sound funny coming from me, but I worked for it. It did not come easy for me. But one of the things that I will emphasize is that math teaches you problem solving. So there's other routes into learning problem solving or what we call critical thinking. And this is right on the heels of a great program that I just attended where they were teaching the game of chess because chess teaches you critical and strategic thinking. So consider getting that young lady or young man involved in an after school chess program to help them with their critical thinking that will help them with their math. Okay. Okay. I'll talk more about myths because there's more to this list, but at least you have a few golden nuggets in this episode. And again, thank you for listening and just continue to listen, learn, leverage and launch. Thanks.